to episode 29, Get Drunk, Do Crime, Story Mode, a video game podcast. The official podcast of StoryModeGaming.com, brought to you by Fan Critical. I'm your host, Jesse Monroe, and tonight I'm joined by Simon, the Danger Mouse Evans. The Danger Mouse. Keelan, the Garbage Pale Kid Simpson. Accurate. And Lauren, the Rugrats cartoon, but when they're grown up, McLean. Oh, that's gross. They grew up at one point, didn't they? They, yes. they did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Dislike you get it. You too specific now, man. Too they have specific. purple hair. Acne. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, that was weird. Okay, they purple hair. I'd love that purple hair. If I had more hair on my head, like I have a lot of hair because of ISO and I haven't cut it. This is the longest my hair ever been. But I am also losing it, so it's a bit of a <laughs> odd place to be. <laughs> I would totally dye my hair purple. I'd love to. Regain my youth. I encourage you, Jesse. Do it. Do Just it. do it. Do it. Who's going to stop hey, you? I can... Do it. Hey, scene is coming back. <laughs> scene and emo is going to come back, and you'll all come begging our old Uncle Jesse and be like, "Help us!" In, in the immo- <laughs> in the immortal away. words of Sheev Palpatine, "Do it." <laughs> he had purple. <laughs> Look, he could have had purple hair. Palpatine was a massive scene kid. He had a he had a forever the sickest kids tattoo on his lower back. <laughs> It wasn't in the films. They oh, cut him. For the sickest kids. Let's not get into that. Like, it could be a whole different podcast. How are you all yeah. doing? You're all right. Yeah. 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 It's hot. Yeah. It's, it's like oddly warm in this room. And it's, it's well, the start of spring. Also, hey, Melbourne, good work with spring so far. We've had six days of sun. Or whatever the day. Been Seven warm. days of sun. Hey, that ain't <laughs> bad. If I could go outside, I would love to appreciate it. Perth, I'm um, mildly disappointed in the fact that we've had nothing but rain and cloudy days, but also I'm very happy with the fact that we've only had rain and cloudy days. <laughs> Perth, I'm, I, I think if, I've never been to Perth, um, but I think of it as it. it's either a hurricane or it's hot. Is that about right? Yeah, actually. that's <laughs> Because this is episode 29 of the podcast, and at least... Two, maybe three. We've started them off, and we've you know we've done like the kind of preamp before we started recording. And Simon's been like, "Oh, guys, if you can hear something in the background, we have like a fucking Category Seven hurricane outside. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah. If you hear anything, it's probably just a fucking car flying past my window." But yeah, oh, okay, that's pretty accurate. Well, you know, mm-hmm. I guess like the f- third windiest capital city in the world, I think. Oof. Something like that. Really? Yeah. That's that sounds made up. No, I think I think that's actually true. I think it's the third windiest capital city in the world. Or at least it's in, Garrett, it's in, if you're it's in the to top this, ten. You, it's in the top ten. I need a fact check sure. on that. I think number one's Wellington, actually. Good old New Zealand. Oh nice. Yeah. Well, let's mm, blow past all that <laughs> like the wind and get into the news. Uh, it's been a big week of news, but we've actually we've compressed it down to three big topics. I'm going to start off with the NVIDIA card. So the latest um, round of GPUs have been released by, or announced at least by NVIDIA, during their GeForce special event. Um, it'll be the second generation of the GeForce RTX cards. We're going to have the RTX 3070, RTX 3080. Simon, can you guess what the last RTX is called? Uh, 3088. I don't know. That's 
get get the honestly fuck Simon <laughs> you know what that's as accurate as like the namey schemes that they've had in the past so you know what yeah. you get a pass for that one yeah, that's wait, correct like, <laughs> sorry also the last one is called the RTX 3090 and you bring, you bring up a good point why did they start with the 20 series they didn't they started with the 10 they didn't they yeah. started with the 10 yeah. why the yeah. second why the, the second generation well I'm because the already. 20 the 20 series was kind of like a half step as it were. Call the 15 series set. Um, look, as someone who has a 2070 Super, I will defend my little graphics card. Mm-hmm. I say little. It's huge. It's about the size of my case. But... <laughs> okay, it's a big case, big card. But that little 20 series card of yours is about to get superseded with the 30 series. Um, the 3070, which is the lower range of the new ones, will be out will surpass the current company's current top performer, the RTX 2080 Titan. This is a Titan TI. TI. The Titan's a different card. Yeah, Titan's different. Whatever. I don't know anything about these graphics cards, okay? We wrote a piece on our website, storybrogaming.com, this week, and I found out so many new terms that have gone through one in one ear and out the other. It's too much. I don't understand any of it. There's a lot of letters. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of it makes sense. Yeah. Some are capitalized, others aren't. Oh, yeah. I'm sure yeah. why. But you <laughs> cannot get them it, the wrong way it, around. Is it all capitalized? Is N and V capitalized? It makes no sense. If you capitalize the wrong thing, it's actually a completely different thing as well. It's like a whole other yeah. language. It's like a whole other technology. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it so much. Um, but these cards are absolute fucking beasts. And I'm saying that as somebody who, like I say, every podcast... Somebody's only recently gone to PC gaming a little bit and kind of appreciating it for what it is. I am floored by what these cards can do. The uh, 3090 will be the first GPU in the world that will allow users to play, capture, and watch in in 8K HDR at at least 60 frames per second. I watched a video yesterday of Doom Eternal running on a 3080. Different game. Holy shit. Like... It blew my mind how smooth it is. It's actually made me a little bit uncomfortable how smooth it moved. <laughs> um, but like you notice little things. So what are those? Uh, hmm, Gillen, you're my you're my doom guy. Um, what are those, those real fat boys called? And you take the cores out of their bellies and you shove them in their mouth. Oh, a mancubus, mancubi, mancubus, yeah. mancubi. They're shooting their green globules of energy at me, and you can actually see the ripples on it. You can see it like. It has a texture almost to it. It's a new it's, level of nasty. Gross. It is nasty. Yeah. <laughs> out of the wet ball of other same one, you know? But also, I just um, want to point out, like, I think it was not, like, last episode, you were like, ah, oh, I don't really see the difference with frame rates. And now you're complaining about frame rates <laughs> yeah. being too good for you. No, it's just... Ugh. He's talking about resolution, Simon. Damn it! I thought you were talking yeah. about Yeah, cop that, cop that, Mister Freeze. I'm not forgetting that. Yeah, okay. right, fair, Mr. Fair. Fair. I'll give you that. I'll Push give you that. Push me under a goddamn bus. <laughs> Honestly, if this podcast was bigger, I would have got like death threats. Come <laughs> when you get a real big one day, and somebody's going to go through the backlog of episodes, and it's, I'm going to get an email one day, be like, "Hey." I listened to episode 27. Fuck you, Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. Signed, Simon Evans. Why? <laughs> now, Keelan, you're, you're, like I said, our resident uh, PC guy. What do you think of these cards? Before we even get into price, because the price is like the big thing of this. What do you think of these cards as they are? 
um, pretty incredible technology that they're bringing along with these new cards, uh, Jesse. So they are obviously like, this is the second generation of ray tracing enabled NVIDIA GPUs, right? So they have like a whole new generation of ray tracing cores as well as new tensor cores. And they have like doubled the throughput of those cores compared to the previous generation. So you can expect more efficient, faster ray tracing performance. So that means, you know, previously when you turn ray tracing on um, on a really powerful RTX GPU, your frame rate drops by like 60, 70%, you know, it's it's okay. devastating to, to your performance. So we're expecting that to be a, a lot better than it is right now. But the thing that's got me really excited that I really wanted to talk to you about, do you guys know what DLSS is? Deep Learning Super Sampling. No. I do now. It's deep learning super sampling. Yeah. And I, yeah. I thanks. thanks you know, for I, I was going to say that. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, Who would give I, you a chance to say it, you know? <laughs> I, I, I figured, Jesse, you're pretty clued up on these things. Basically, let me give you a, like a, 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 um, a short version of what DLSS is. Um, essentially, what the game will do is it will render at a low internal resolution. So, for instance, you'll render the game at 1080p. Um, that'll give you really good performance, right? But you're not really going to have the visual quality um, that you would at 4K. So what DLSS does is it uses machine learning to upscale your 1080p image to something that looks a hell of a lot like 4K. So oh. essentially, you are getting 1080p performance, but 4K image quality. It's absolutely incredible. It's like this, it's magic. It's it's maths, but also it's magic. Beautiful. Holy shit. That sounds this, I think it's amazing. the most incredible thing. You you you've got to watch uh, videos of it to really like see it in action. Um, but especially newer games with newer implementation of DLSS like Death Stranding, the PC port for that. It Ooh. it's indistinguishable. Like the 4K DLSS is indistinguishable from 4K native. And you're getting a huge bump in performance as well, like 30% plus sometimes. It's oh, incredible, amazing technology. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what this uh, new generation of cards brings to the table on top of the you know year-on-year -year performance increase that you know we come to expect from a new generation. It sounds like quite the leap. Like, this is a whole new ball game they're playing uh, from the looks of things. They showed it off really well with the... Um, I don't know if all you guys have seen the Marvel trailer that they released as part of this whole yeah. showcase. That really showed off the ray tracing because so ray tracing is the way light reflects off images. Correct me if I'm wrong. And reflections reflect off things. Correct? So something's shining, you move past it, you should be able to see a reflection and it should be bouncing yeah. off multiple things. If yeah. Need be. yeah, that's yeah. the nutshell so version. Marbles obviously present a problem because they're not completely shiny. They have some color and some depth and texture to them. But they're also spherical. So light and reflections will bounce off them in very unique ways and bounce off each other to other marbles. Mm -hmm. And they have this whole thing of like an office desk area, these marbles just rolling around. I, I you can't tell it's, it's not real. It's jaw dropping. If you told me that's real, but yeah, I, I would hundred percent believe you. Hmm. Um I'm glad I'm at the time now. We don't have a PC at all. And we're just looking now to Possibly get one in the future. We haven't had a PC for like over what two years now. <laughs> um, so I think I'm glad that now this is all come out. Like now, I'm glad that we didn't buy one like a month ago. Because oh, like, if you're looking to get yeah. one, because these cards are surprisingly cheap. 
comparatively to other GPUs. Yes. So these prices I'm going to rattle off don't sound all that cheap, but they they are. Yeah, from perspective, right? Yeah. We have the 30... Given the power of them as well, it's a huge... For what they do, this is pretty good pricing. Mm. So the 3070 will be $809 Australian. Aussie Aussie dollar reviews. Um, They'll be launching September 17th. The 3080 will set you back $1,139. That's coming out September 24th. And the, the, the big daddy, the 3090, will be uh, $2,429. An absolute steal um, launching sometime in October. Now, the 3090, that's for professionals. So that's for, yes. like, your elite end. This is a completely different thing. Like, get the 3070. <laughs> You'll yes. be fine. Yes, that's it. <laughs> You'll be fine. $809 isn't too bad. You're not losing uh, anything by going with the 3070 over the 3080. But I want the I newest see- things with the biggest numbers. <laughs> that's, the bigger number means that's it's your better. Mistake. Yeah, the, bigger number price, the bigger number you're looking at here is the price. <laughs> that's the number you don't want to be that much bigger. Um, and Lauren, I'm in the same boat as you. I like getting um, things that I don't necessarily need, like... I don't need that much power. Of course I don't need that much power, but do I want it? Yes, because <laughs> think how good Age of Empires will look on it. Oh, It'd be like, I'm good people. Definitive edition. Like, God. Nah, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk is going to make that giant. <laughs> like, actually, Absolutely. the game that I would like to see the most in it is a Cyberpunk and Control. Of course. <laughs> good choices. That was a really natural way to say Control. Well. I know Keelan is, but uh, Simon and Jesse, are you kind of more like... If a game comes out on console and PC, will you get it for PC instead of now? Or console every um, day of the week. Console no. all the time? <laughs> every single day. <laughs> like, okay. I was PC never like that either. PC does some stuff really, really well, but it, it always sucks. The, this is just me. It sucks the fun out of it looking at too much of the technicalities of it. Yeah. I just want to kind of sit, like, kick back on the couch, stop between you know, playing a game, watching the footy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I find it more just comfortable. And I grew up with console gaming. PC gaming is fun every now and then, but I can't have long sessions doing it. I just That's so worry. weird because yeah. I spend far more time in the settings menu than actually playing most games. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. See, I don't, I'm, I don't know. I feel like I'm sort of caught between two worlds here because um, for ages I didn't have a PS4. My most recent console was the Switch. And then I think it was about a year ago I managed to get... Uh, a PS4 for relatively cheap. Um, played played the crap out of Spider Man and enjoyed that. And I was like, oh, maybe I should have a look at expanding my PS4 library. That'd be a good idea. But even still, if there's a game that comes out and it's uh, cross platform, I default to PC mm-hmm. unless it's on Switch. Mm-hmm. So PC. Did you I, grow up more with PC? I feel than, that. You know, I mean, like you said, like you said, you got the PS4 kind of recently. So yeah. Well, I mean, would I be right to say that you sort of grew up with console gaming rather than PC? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I think I think I think that's where, where it sets in. But whenever I talk, and this is a completely different discussion. Um, I mean, the good thing is now that I've got a PC, I really appreciate PC gaming for what it is now. Like, it is an, mm. incredible. And if you're really into the, you know, your frame rates, the resolutions, yeah, hell's here playing a PC, you can mm. make things look amazing. I kind of want a game early. Yeah, no, I, I feel that too. Game. Yeah, I went. I um got No Man's Sky on PC first back when I did have a big old PC with a giant curved, massive double monitor, oh, yeah. <laughs> and like nice. playing games like that were 
was amazing. And I would, um, to be honest, it was basically because it wasn't on Xbox first <laughs> that I wasn't uh, kind of picking it up on a console. But so playing like games like that on PC. That you, that you went out and bought this like crazy good PC, massive curve monitor being like, yeah, you know what's going to be the game that pushes this? No Man's Sky. <laughs> <laughs> Hells yeah. Lauren, I don't yeah. know if it was just me, but a big reason why I didn't play PC games for a long time is because I couldn't earn points towards my gamer score. Absolutely. On- That's <laughs> still me. That yeah. is still me now. Yeah. There's the, yeah, Same. like when... um. When when we're watching that uh, Indie World conference the other day from Nintendo and they said Spirit Fair out now, I was looking and I'm like, well, it's cheaper on Switch than it is on PlayStation. No, it was cheaper on PlayStation actually. And then um, on Xbox, I was like, it's not on Game Pass. Damn, guess I'm buying it on Switch. And then the next day it came out on Game Pass. Like it took a while. Um, when I was writing the article, it wasn't on Game Pass at all. And as soon as it went on Game Pass, I was like, fuck this Switch, man. Shit. <laughs> got to get me those Hell achievements. Yeah. Like, Get some I mean, points. Also free. I understand that, well, you know, free with Game Pass. But, yeah, uh, it's it, well, it's hard now because um, previously we, I, we had a PlayStation, but we didn't really use it. We only used it for exclusives, so like Persona 4, Persona 5, sorry, and, um, and Spider-Man when that came out were really the only games I played it on. Uh, oh, and like Firewatch, The Witness, when those came out. So it was like just collecting dust and Xbox was like my primary console. Um, but now that I live with Josh, like I just, everything's just always on PlayStation and things yeah. like Tony Hawk that we bought recently, um, we're playing it together and I'm like, damn, I want to play it on my own console and get achievements and also in my own profile. But when it's a game like that, like an arcade kind of game, there's just no point going back and doing yeah. it again. No. Like I do want to bring up just while we're still on this topic, we, you know, we were speaking about our preferences and I think I've really moved towards PC over the last couple of years because of the prevalence of controller support now for a lot mm. of games. You can just plug whatever controller you have straight into your PC and it picks it up. It even shows you the right button prompts and everything. Mm-hmm. That that made a huge difference. And when there it comes is to that, so I've got an Xbox as well, but yeah, you're right. If I have a choice between playing to an Xbox and a PC, I'll play to a PC because of the control. Um, all games that have control support on PC, Valorant. Mm-hmm. God damn, I want to play that game. It's so mm-hmm. good. Um, there oh, is actually cause... one game I would call out for its lack of complete um, controller support, um, being Monster Hunter World, oddly enough. Ooh, um, really? Sort of. Sorry. Obviously, it, was, it came out on consoles first, so your PS4 and your Xbox... Um, controller prompts show up really nicely. But if you play it through Steam, it doesn't show the Xbox prompts. And if it does, it doesn't show them color-coded like a lot of games tend to do. And then to add into that, it also doesn't show the Switch um, button prompts properly. So I've got mine completely inverted to match like my, my muscle memory for playing Monster Hunter. So <laughs> on my controller... Um, Y is X, X is Y, <laughs> A is B, and B is A. No, you messed it with my head, Simon. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> There's too many acronyms in this RTX conversation. Not acronyms, just letters. Too many capital letters. Um, but, but you do weird, have a, a flight simulator does the same thing annoyingly. Yeah, and like oh, the, the, the Switch is supported by Steam as a platform. It says, hey, look, you can attach your Switch controller to it, but then I think there's just a disconnect between the platform and then the actual game itself, and it doesn't... Yeah. 
prompt it properly and it just, I don't know, it falls over. I don't like it. You should fix it. Everyone, all game developers across the world, fix it. Even well, if it's not a problem, fix it. Speaking of the Switch, let's move into our next topic. The uh, Nintendo Direct that was on last week. Um, Nintendo had a special Super Mario Bros. 35th anniversary Nintendo Direct. Sort of came out of nowhere. As oh, yeah. They were sneaking a lot of um, Directs at us. And I kind of think... Do you guys think it's, this is a reaction, a little bit at least, to the bad reaction that they had to the Pokemon ones a few weeks ago? Sorry, a few months ago? Uh, like, no. I don't know how time works anymore. Yeah, no. it's that? Mm-hmm. No. Nah. Because if it was, then they would have announced it immediately after the Pokemon Directs, and they would have been a lot more transparent about it, and they wouldn't have... Mm-hmm. I didn't even see an announcement for this. There wasn't. The only way I, yeah, I, the only way I saw it was 10 minutes after Remember the, the Pokemon thing one that got divided into two different sections? It got, yeah. Like, the first one and then the garbage second one. And for, like, a week, people were buzzing about, like, what could this possibly be? Everyone wrote, like, 12 different articles about what could possibly be happening. And everyone's expectations were so high, only to be crushed mercilessly underfoot. Well, yeah, I, but that's because I you made us wait, made, like, you made us wait a week for the, the second thing, like, half they announced of an announcement. Like, say, on a Tuesday, and the, the showcase was on a Friday. I can't remember what day this was on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but, like, that would have been fine. Like, if they had said, but, hey. the hype would have been so high. Nah, not if they, if they gave it a week, I don't think it would have been all that high. If they gave it several months, then, yeah, perhaps, um, you know, some people's expectations tend to run a bit wild. But also, Nintendo have been awful. Awful, awful, awful this year in regards to their directs and their transparency mm-hmm. and the upcoming games. Like, they've been so bad. And this is coming from a, like, diehard Nintendo fan. It has pissed me off to no end. Like, they haven't told us anything at all. They've just gone, oh, yeah, by the way, Pikmin 3's coming out again. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I don't care. But that's going to be their big game for, like, the next three months. Nothing else which, is going to come out. blows my mind, that. Because, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're going to have a weird few months. And I get they're being quiet because there's no point bringing something out against the PlayStation and the Xbox that are coming out. Like, why even try to take out that market space? The conversation will be with them. But even then, Pikmin, you better be good, buddy. You little, you little Look, weird little creatures. Pikmin 3, um, Pikmin 3 is a great, 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 great game. But it is another Wii U port over to the Switch. And this is one of many. I think, I think there's I like... I hope you like ports because we're about to like, go through... <laughs> There's like three <laughs> exclusive Wii U games that are still only on the Wii U. Yeah, affordable space adventures. It's a really good game. Huge, huge loss that that's not on Switch. <laughs> About time somebody right. brings that up. Fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> needs to be on Switch. Bring it to Switch, then, you cowards. And then the two Zelda HD remasters of Twilight Princess and Wind Waker, you know. But who cares about them, right? <laughs> affordable well, space adventures. Let's go through the the games um, that were announced at the Nintendo Direct. Now, these will all be releasing by spring 2021. Uh, starting off with the Game & Watch Super Mario Bros. coming out November 13th for $80. I believe that's US, so that's about $423 Australian. Um, so this is just an updated version of the Game & Watch that came out back in the 1980s. It, it's a colorized version of this. Mm. Um, it'll include Super Mario Bros., Super Mario Bros., The Lost Levels, and a redone version of the uh, Game Watch inbuilt game Ball. But this time it's featuring Mario's face and it looks like the fucking devil. Also, <laughs> in the trailer it says, Oh, the Game Watch can also be used as a clock. Well, for one, they should have said as a watch because it's a game and watch, but they said clock. Also, is that a fucking selling point? 
I can look at almost any item around me and it will tell me the time. It's fucking 2020. I can look at my fucking vans and it'll be like, it's 8.45. <laughs> I don't like that. Um, I believe there'll be some other mini games as well. Really, the only note I've got here is Game & Watch Ball starring Mario looks whack. Okay. <laughs> look whack. It's From a little scary. It is, yeah, I've, I've got to agree with that. It's a bit, bit creepy. But as a... From a collector's point of view, this is awesome because we've had Game & Watch re-releases a few times in the past, but they've never really updated anything about it and it's all been very much the same as the original release. That's very on brand for Nintendo now that I think about it. Do um, <laughs> and uh, so this is the first time we, we're actually sort of seeing like a, a decent hardware revision for the Game & Watch itself, yet keeping the original model and also keeping the original functionality. So from a personal point of view, I really love this. I think it looks so cool. And I have Any pre-ordered one. They're already sold out in Australia. Um, because of limited stock. Yep. Um, but 80 bucks for this seems a bit steep. Like I get, is it collecting for the sake of collecting with this one? Um, look, it, admittedly, admittedly, partially, yes. <laughs> but also I have always wanted to have a proper game and watch. And they are so fucking expensive on eBay. So this is way cheaper than getting one off of eBay. Like glue a good- Casio to your Switch. <laughs> <laughs> the same, the same premise, dude. You can open up most boxes of cereal nowadays and get a free watch. These have to find the game, and you'll be. <laughs> <laughs> but nevertheless, with the fact that this is the, like the original handheld that propelled Nintendo into the gaming market space, the way that it did. And also, this is where the D-pad originates from. This is like the origin of the D-pad. Hey, Simon, if you're into playing games and telling the time, can I introduce you to something called the mobile phone? Yeah, you can but play the Mario games is- on there that cost like $8 and they have like four levels on them. I was going to say, but the difference is I like to play good games. Mm-hmm. Top that. Take you that, know, um, field I, runners. I honestly think that this thing is going to sell lots of units. Oh, it's gone. Mm. It's done. It's already like, sold out. It's ridiculous. Like... Do you think that they'll release another, like, shipment of these or something like that? Look, we'll, we'll get more to the to. idiocy of Nintendo shortly, but yeah. it would be very <laughs> stupid of them to not, considering it's already pre-sold out entirely Well, they're already in sold out, and probably, like, 95% of them are just going to go right on eBay for oh, double the guaranteed. price. <laughs> oh, guaranteed. It would be the stupid thing for them not to, but the way Nintendo's going, it means they won't. Because they're doing some stupid shit right now. But what isn't stupid? Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury launching February 12th, 2021 mm-hmm. are at 2020 because I am an idiot. Back in time. Karma got me. Um, this four-player online co-op, sweet. Um, extra levels from the original game in the form of Bowser's Fury expansion pack, which look, looks quite menacing. It um, does. Now... Okay, I am not a Mario fan. I never grew up with Nintendo. I feel like I say that every single episode, like I do with the PC thing. I am just repeating myself every single episode. <laughs> is Super Mario 3D World, is it a bunch of mini games that you play with friends or is it a story? No, it's, it's a story. It's a, it's a story. Yeah, yeah. It's a proper Mario game. I'm actually a, really excited to play this. This looks yeah. really, this, really nice. It's really is, good. It's a really yeah. good game. <laughs> Do you know what's really frustrating is that I, even though I own a Wii U, I'm like one of 12 people that own one. I won. Um, <laughs> hey. Sorry, 13. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I own quite a lot of big Wii U games. 
3D World was one that I was never able to pick up. <gasps> because, really? Yeah, okay. I've I've played it very briefly when I've borrowed it from a friend, but I would never mm. actually like I played yeah. the first I don't know four or five levels or something. Um, oh, it's so good. I finished well, it. It's great. Yeah, like that's the thing. Every time, like when I did play it, I was like, oh man, this is really fun. I need to pick it up. And then every single time I'd go into EB Games or JB Hi-Fi, I'm like, hey, do you have any copies of it? They're like, no, we're totally sold out. Do you have any pre-owned copies? No, we're totally sold out. Fuck. Yeah, yeah well, it was it was a great like party game, really. Mm, like hey, it, Lauren, as a yep. person who's played it in this group, can you give us like sort of the elevator pitch of the game? Oh, uh, you can be a cat. Bowser steals a fairy and Mario, Luigi, Peach and Toad Toad. dress up as furries to go chase him down. Yeah, basically. There's like these like uh, little (laughs) pixie fairy (laughs) characters that he kind of puts in a bottle like like Link does. And then, uh, yeah, like, you know, you know what Bowser does? Takes it away to his little, (laughs) yeah, it's true. Takes it away to his little (laughs) castle in the sky. And uh, yeah, you just kind of, kind of, um, go free them all. There's like the different worlds as you go through like the different kind of, you know how there's always like an ice world and an underground world and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, they have like the cool abilities, like the the cat suit, which allows you to do like some cool, like diagonal dive off a uh, big old cliffs. You can climb up towers or there's specific areas that let you climb only with a cat um, costume or use your claws and whatnot and be a cat and get to the top. Um, they have like the the duplicating is that yeah that? the double cherry the double cherry yeah That's the double the cherry yeah yeah that one's really cool uh, is that when I saw the two Mario in the yes. trailer you see the two Mario yeah, yeah, yeah. and, then, yeah. you see, and so, then you see the four peaches yeah so they they like succinct they succinct up the movements um it's kind of like a puzzle in itself because there are times where you've got to like walk Mario the duplicate Mario into a wall and then catch up with him you know so they go together at the same time. But, uh, yeah, you've got to kind of figure out a way to get them to work the way you want them to work, the duplicates. Um, that that's a cool physics thing. quite excited to play this. I, mm. I'll be playing this. Actually, I'll be playing a few of these, and, the, and one I'll 100% be playing is Super Mario Bros. 35. This I did not really see coming. Mm. It's the original Mario game as a 35-player battle royale. It comes out January 10th yeah. next year. Mm-hmm. Kind of similar to Tetris 99. Yeah, that's the like, best This is a game that shouldn't be a battle royale, but holy shit, okay, I'm, I'm on board with it. It makes sense because mm-hmm. Mario games are a game that you kind of do get really competitive with. I, I, I've seen people get really mad at this. I may be calling out Simon. I may be calling out your brother here. I see people get really competitive with Mario games before. <laughs> Gareth, are you listening? <laughs> this is on you, buddy. Um, <laughs> and... Now, this is exclusive to Nintendo Switch Online members. The big thing to come out of this, and this is something that sort of buried the lead with this game, because I think this looks great and a fucking cool idea. It's playable until until March 31st next year. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? (laughs) Why? Um, What? Why? They just want to get everything out of the way so they can bring in Zelda. Out of the way? Just have it there. Like, it's not harming anyone. Like, I get it. You want to make. I think it was Alana Pierce on Twitter wrote, I've never seen a company so clearly state that, hey, we need to make money in the first two financial quarters of next year. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, not wrong. it's so definitive. 31st of March, what the fuck? Right. I'm, I'm going to take this opportunity and just sort of open up this can of worms here because it's annoying me to no end. 
and I just want to kind of vent and get it out. But basically, Nintendo have been accused of artificial scarcity in the past by like limiting the manufacturing of like the NES Mini and the SNES Mini, which was true, but lots of people could sort of defend it in a way. They were like, oh no, it's just manufacturing limitations and blah, blah, blah. But it wasn't. It was just Nintendo trying to hike the price up and hype it up as well. So it's like, oh, well, this is a cool limited product. And they're doing the exact same thing again here. And I hate it so much because um, the next game that we're going to talk about properly, which will be Super Mario 3D All-Stars, that's going to be a game that's going to be available physically and digitally, but only until the end of March. And then all versions, both the physical and the digital versions, will just fucking vanish. Baffling. I do not understand. It's a... Right. I can understand if you say, oh, there's a limited physical version. Cool. Not a problem. That does happen. And then keep it available digitally. But why would you remove the digital version of this game? You have... Like, you have it. It's there. It's not even a remake. It's a... Going into, like, 3D All-Stars, which we'll get into properly in a moment, because that looked good. It's basically a port. They haven't yep. done all that much to it. Why are you putting, mm. a, why are you putting an exclusivity, mm. like a timed exclusivity, um, on, a, on a port? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it also... doesn't make any sense. Nintendo, as a company, confuses me. Again, I'm not that enamoured with the brand. I love a few of their games, but I look more for Sony Kid. So a lot of the things that they've been doing in the last year or so, I just look at them like, hey, if any other company did this, we would... Like the fan base, gamers as a whole, be hammering them. Joy-Con Switch, what? Like, is that allowed still? Like, is this what the fuck? How is that allowed to keep happening? Most of the announcements here have been remakes. I, yeah. I get uh, people have a lot of nostalgia towards these games, but there's a lot of remakes, like a lot of mm. them. Yeah, mm. prices for Nintendo stuff on the, like in the Nintendo store are ridiculous. Still, yeah. I tried to buy Burnout Paradise a few weeks ago, and it was like $70. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. What yeah. the hell? <laughs> game came, came out in 2012 or something. Yeah. Great game, though. Yeah. But the thing is, and uh, like, if it's a... I can, again, I can understand the limited physical run. Fine, fair enough. But then keep the digital version. It just sits there on a server, and people download mm. a copy of the game. That's exactly. You, Unless they're going to break it anything. up. Separate it. It doesn't I'm cost a, anything. I've got a theory. Go on. It's a stupid hairbrain theory. Yes, conspiracy. But it's a theory nonetheless. Conspiracy I, I knew you'd like this, Jesse. Nintendo are cry- trying to create an artifact in the same way that Sony created an artifact by removing PT, PT. from the PlayStation Store. They're trying to create a like if someone downloads um, the the Super Mario uh, 3D All Stars onto their Switch and stores their account on that Switch and then it's no longer available, then all of a sudden that becomes a commodity, something sold for, you know, it goes down in legend and, you know, increases the mystique of the Nintendo brand. I but there's physical versions. Understand oh my God. I, 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 don't, I don't follow from. it. Like, I don't believe it, but it will happen. Like, uh, it's going to happen. happen. That will happen. But I don't think it's oh, intentional. I hate oh, it. no. It I is not intentional. Do you think they're going to separate them? After March 31st, sell them the separately only, for 25 bucks each or 30 bucks each. I don't I don't see them doing that in because the thing is, we've had um what I thought could possibly have happened was maybe our uh, March 31st they'll stop the physical copy and then they'll release and 
like the N64 no, bonuses this is with, with three Nintendo All-Stars, Switch Online. not 35. Yeah. Mm. Um, maybe they'll do a Nintendo 64 thing with uh, Nintendo Switch Online, like we have the NES and the Super NES. And maybe they'll have Mario 64 in there, but I don't see that warranting pulling a GameCube game and a Wii game off of that as well. Mm-hmm. I don't see the point. Because then you could say, okay, well, cool, I'm going to pay, you know, $60 for... Yeah, oh, I've already got a copy of Mario 64, but I also get Mario Sunshine and Mario Galaxy with it. Why not? And if my Nintendo Switch Online membership drops off, I don't care. Before we get too much of that, let's just touch upon uh, the game that was sandwiched nicely between these two announcements before we get too much into 3D World. Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Yep. Didn't see this coming. Oh, yeah. It's coming out right October 16th for 150 bucks Australian, mate. It's an AR racing it's ar mario kart where you drive actual little remote control cars around your house or apartment or wherever you live you set up a little track using these labo style markers and the, the carts have like little cameras on the back and mm-hmm. like what <laughs> what the fuck is this i love it i want it Incredible. is it gonna work in my house absolutely not I have it's so cool and cats <laughs> This one, yeah, my, my cat is going to fucking chase it or be terrified mm. of, of oh, it. Oh, my God. Or yeah. both. I kind of just want to buy one, but I want to buy the little Luigi cart. But, like, so when, you, when you're driving around, you hit me with a shell, the cart will actually physically stop. Uh, mm. In the trailer, you see yeah, these kids are playing and they put, like, little barriers around the track and stuff like that. It looks really, really charming. What I really want to know is, will this have Labo interactivity? Now, I'm not just saying that because, hey, I think it'll be cool. I'm saying it because I bought Labo and sitting in my cupboard and I want to do something with it rather than just mm-hmm. have to get it slowly eaten by moths. Because um, there are racing games in there where you put the Switch screen in there you can drive around. I want to be able to drive my little cart with all these weird fucking peripherals that no one will remember in five years. I love it. <laughs> you know, um, I love that this is just another one of those like weird Nintendo things that they sell that you use twice and then you pack it away <laughs> yeah. in your cupboard Routine or you much. put it on display on your shelf and never touch it again. Love yeah. it. But this is one of the best versions. Like, this is Nintendo at their best. The best version Agreed. of Nintendo is them being weird and wacky and trying yeah. something kind of cool. I agree. Yeah. This is fun. There. Absolutely. I, I would love, personally, if we could separate the shitty corporate side of nintendo from the creative fun side of nintendo mm. i'd love to have that sort of separation but here we are here we um, are <laughs> yeah <laughs> right, let's move on to what we were discussing about uh, a little bit earlier super mario 3 all-stars so that'll be dropping on september 18th so really fucking soon um this will contain super mario 64 super mario sunshine super mario galaxy not super mario galaxy 2 just mario galaxy the uh, all the titles will have higher resolutions and quote smooth gameplay performance, but hey, they look like straight up ports, which yeah. <laughs> fine, cool. Um, a question I have, uh, is, I've seen this question raised a few times online: Galaxy's co-star mode. You're going to need a separate Joy-Con for that, for the the pointer mm-hmm. in some of the games. If you have a Nintendo Switch Lite, <laughs> you fucked. Mm. Yeah. That Ooh. sucks. Um, and one of the reasons why Mario Galaxy... And again, Simon, Lauren, correct me if I'm wrong here because this is just kind of going on with red. One of the reasons Super Mario Galaxy 2 has never really been touched is because it had so much um, 
kind of pointer-based gameplay. And it's like, hey, that's really hard to port, but they're porting it anyway with Galaxy. I don't so think that's the case here. I haven't um, played it, unfortunately. Oh, a, I'll get into I'll get into that in, in a moment. Okay. Um, so, but. the digital version of this game, as I mentioned earlier, will only be sold on the Switch eShop until the end of March 2021. The game will also come with a music player mode, so you can listen to all the club bangers that are in the Mario games. <laughs> um, just before we get into your points, I want to remix it. Question. Wow! Just constantly. <laughs> Hells yeah! Dubstep <laughs> remix. Just give me. Like. Just inject Bob on Battlefield directly into my veins. <laughs> what <laughs> is Super Mario 3D World? Separate to Super Mario 3D All Stars. Why is that all one big pack? It's to do with the way that Nintendo sort of view the Mario games. So they they view their like mainline 3D open world titles as Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy, Mario Odyssey. So 3D World, uh, Galaxy 2, they they consider it because it's a bit more linear in terms of the way the game is actually played and how you go from world to world they don't really consider them quite as open of an experience as the previously mentioned ones because for example mario 64 you can you know piss fart around in the castle for three hours if you really really wanted to I chasing do. that fucking rabbit i do um <laughs> Definitely. Sorry, some <laughs> some traumatic childhood memories just come back. <laughs> um, <laughs> but also, like Mario uh, Mario Sunshine, there's lots to do around Delfino Island. Even though it does act as a hub world, there's plenty to do and explore, and secrets to discover. And similar with Mario Galaxy as well, with uh, the with the starship, I think they call it. Um, anyway, oh, my girlfriend's so so excited for me to play Galaxy for the first time. Ah, uh, it is. She, she does it. <sighs> Look. I love every single one of these games because they, I know, I feel like they reflect different parts of my gaming life. Like Mario 64, I played that as, as a kid. Like I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I had a great time. I wasn't good at it, but I enjoyed the shit out of it. Mario Sunshine on the GameCube. Oh, I'm actually kind of getting good at games and I know what I'm doing, but I still haven't quite perfected, you know, how to use my fingers that sounded weird <laughs> please don't take that one out of context <laughs> we didn't until you said it you fucking uh, pervert anyway <laughs> um i'd call the police it, the Perth police on you like uh my my motor function isn't quite up to par and then mario galaxy was when i got fucking good at games <laughs> it's when i got really really good at platformers all right so i don't know i'm i'm very happy for all three of them to mm. be there i do think it could be better i do think there is plenty of room for improvement but. Mm. well a lot of people kind of because this combo of games has been rumored for a while now and i think a lot of fans are a little bit like six a months disappointed that this isn't a, a remake of some sort it, it, mm. it does look the same now saying it i was really same, hoping it in the trailer fun. that it was just like Mario 64 when he did the face morphing thing would like turn into some sort of like high definition face yeah. and I was like yeah. come on uh, yeah come on turns like it starts up and you're like pulling on on Mario's nose and yeah. I don't oh I don't like that no that that's was, a that's a that's a classic thing from that's a classic thing for Mario 64 classic that's, or not it it awoke <laughs> some feelings in me and I don't like any of them he's, he's, he's got like some weird stretchy face it's quite yeah. fun yeah um, yeah, it's quite, last sticky. I, 
Yeah, I, I'd spent plenty of time just poking his, like trying to move his eyes out of places. Yeah. Honestly, best facial animation for like five years running or something. <laughs> you think it was actually, yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be the best again. Um, so going back into the technical side of like Mario Galaxy and Galaxy 2, and the reason why Galaxy 2 wasn't bored, as I said, is because it's considered more linear. But um, so to go into the technology side of it, the Wii Mote had some pretty basic motion sensing um, it depended a lot on the sensor bar and the infrared um, communication there, and that's how it worked, which is why it wasn't true one-to-one until the Motion Plus came out. But inside any and all Joy-Cons is a much better version of the same technology for the Wii Remote Plus. Um, and so, yes, you could say, ah, oh, but, you know, depending on the pointer, the infrared camera on the, um, I believe it's the, on one of the Joy-Cons anyway, um, I think it's the right one. The infrared on there and the gyroscopes in there are, I think it's something like 20 times more accurate mm. than the Wii Motion Plus. The so, Joy-Cons are crazy. I know. Like, I know I know. we like to shit on them because they're... they got the whole all, all Nintendo needs to do is ice them. cubes. Yeah. Feel but, like ice yeah. cubes. But seriously, like, they're, for what they are, like, the technology... Oh, no, I love Joy-Cons. The Pro Controller is the one I have issues with. Why? It's the best. It's the best. Still, still the best controller. Get out of here, Nintendo. Anyway, um, so yeah, but, like even, but that's the thing. Like even like the um, the Pro controller has all of that same technology in there. So yeah, I I don't think it's a matter of oh you can't do the pointing thing because I believe even in handheld mode you'll be able to actually just use the right dick to move the uh, to move the pointer. Um, so even if you're playing in a handheld mode, you'll still be able to do that. Um, so. That really suck if you got a, a Switch Lite. Now, before we go into our last topic, I'm just going to rattle off the announcements, and I want a, a yes or no. Just a yes or no from the group if, if you're if you're going to get it. The Game and Watch. No. Yep. No. <laughs> no. Super Mario Three World and Bowser's yes. Fury. Absolutely. Yes. Nope. Yes. Super Mario Bros. Thirty Five. Yes. 100%. Yes. I'm mm-hmm. pumped for this. Nah. Mm-hmm. I'll see you on Don't the battlefield. Keelan, I don't expect a yes for any of these. Although maybe the next one, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Yeah. Uh, like, I really want to. sell well. <laughs> really want to. I just don't Couldn't know answer if I Keelan. Live wouldn't sell well. Got it for like 15 bucks. I mean, yep. hey, I'm just saying if, if anyone out there wants like an up and coming video game website to do a review on this content. I mean, we would all need Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, so maybe <laughs> okay, that okay, Jesse, Lauren, sorry, I you were talking. For free. <laughs> you were talking, Lauren. What were you saying? Give it to me for free. <laughs> Let me drive. There's a reason you don't have your license. But I want free yeah, right. cars. <laughs> anyway, Lauren, as you were trying to say, I was just saying I really want it, but I just don't know if I can. <laughs> I have three cats, and they're not going to enjoy it. I'm just finding it, it hard to so justify. I, I can't believe I'm saying it's hard. I'm finding it hard to justify $150, even though I'm willing to drop $80 on the fucking game and watch. But <laughs> look, are, my are brain's weird. Me, Leave me out of this. Are you telling me this futuristic car simulation? Okay. That's what it is, okay? This is a flight simulator of kart racing. Is it worth less than two game? I'm not going to call them game and watches because they're just game because watches, you know my opinion on time. 
Um, it's not real, game. and therefore, what does it seen Mario in ball? I, I, I keep stop myself saying Mario's balls. Mario in ball is the worst thing. He looks like the Pringles man. Got some long <laughs> arms. Like, have, you seen, have you guys seen these weird McDonald's Monopoly ads? And it's got Monopoly man like playing the drums behind people as they, they unveil if they've won the prize or not. And he keeps getting closer and closer to them like Slender Man. That's what he looks like. I hate it. I'm going to have nightmares about it. But if I, anyone I wants hope- to give it to us for free, I'll take it. I hope you just have nightmares of it's me, Mario, and then his face going all like gelatin on oh, you. Oh, he's like, he's like, he like grabs my nose, he's moving around. Yeah. Ah. He, he's grabbing your nose, like, how do you like that, bitch? As long as the Mario doesn't become like some sort of like kick, then I'll be fine with it. <laughs> Next up, we got Super Mario 3D All Star, the note yes. for me, dog. Yes, um, I will be getting it. And I will play them all year for the rest of the year. I haven't played. Uh, I miss out on the whole Sunshine and Galaxy and all those ones for some reason. I mean, well, okay, I didn't have GameCube, so that's one reason. But yeah, no, I'm excited that's to the give thing. them a go for sure, for sure. Out, out of out of the three of them, Sunshine I think is the most underrated of the three. Mm. Um, both Gaz and I have like really really good memories of playing it, and so does Len actually. Um, like playing it, and it was just such a good time all around. I'm really happy to go and revisit it. I have revisited it a few times in the past through emulation and finally getting a GameCube and uh, like another GameCube and stuff and booting it up. And it is, it still holds up really, really well. So I'm very excited to see it. But this does bring me to a point that I was hoping to be able to squeeze in. Um, Non-Switch owners are going to be buying the physical copy of this. To sell? Well, no, because they want it eventually. Like... Gaz wants a switch eventually, but he's like, oh, do I worry about hmm. grabbing one now? Or do I just buy the physical copy, keep it aside until Christmas, and hey, look, it's my little Christmas present to myself, hmm. and then I'll get an actual switch around Christmas. We did that but- for Breath of the Wild when we when those copies were selling out quicker than we could get a hold on. We didn't have a switch at all, and we just got the copy of the game and just held on to it until we could get a switch. <laughs> Yeah, but the th- the thing is, is like you know that's absolutely what people I know for a fact. You know, one person is doing it. I can guarantee you that there's going to be plenty more people that will do that because then if you own the physical copy of the game, they can't take it away from you unless they like bust into your house. And who are they? <laughs> <laughs> who are big N? Right? <laughs> big Nintendo is going to come knocking your door. Yeah, big when's Nintendo. Switch? Switch? It's conspiracy theory. They actually uh, work with the Illuminati. If I get a- Sorry, if I get a really weird email, I'm going to be sad. <laughs> Gil, I'm guessing you're not going to get 3D All-Stars? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> nah. Oh, nah. Right. Let's move into our next topic. Speaking of Switch. Get it? It's like, it's like a stance. <sighs> I'm trying to use my cool skating terms, but whatever. I'm here with a bunch of goddamn squares. He was a skater boy. And Tony said, Hawk Pro Skater boy. 1 and 2 featuring Avril Lavigne Skater say see you later, Boy. Oh, I, I did wish. just say see you later, boy. <laughs> well, good enough for her. Uh, but now he's a... Uh, I will not sing that whole song. Uh, no, let's Tony not. Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 from Vicarious oh, Visions, the studio that brought us Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Um, the, the, the kings and queens of remakes of late. Um... Lauren, you and I have mm. been playing the shit out of this game. And Correct. I don't, most topics I write up, 
I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll start off with a few questions, a few facts. Nah, I just have a few little notes here, because this game's fucking sick. <laughs> I'm such a fan of this. The originals, it's pretty good. So the originals came out, what, 20 years ago or so? Maybe a bit less? Um, Something came like out that. the Nintendo 64, didn't it? Yeah. Didn't it? Didn't it? Didn't it? Didn't it? Have we I all played was... the original? Did we all play the originals when they first came out? Hell no. Yeah. I started really with four. four. Oh. So Pro Skater 4 was my brother's present at Christmas. Uh, we got a PlayStation 2 and we got Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4 with it. And they were like, here you go, Alex. This is your copy. Lauren, you get Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. And I went, woo. And I played them both. Okay. And he hasn't Still doesn't play consoles. So. Harry Potter games were sick. <laughs> oh. Okay, but Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets is such a fucking such good, a game. good game. Flip him. We have a whole special on the Harry Potter games because that the Philosopher's <laughs> Stone game rocked. Oh, we gotta Josh talk, we gotta talk about that PS1 Hagrid. Oh my god. Holy shit, that big Because that is that is an absolute fucking mood. Honestly. Luckily, we're doing a Harry Potter special soon. okay, so Keelan, what were your thoughts on the original game? Uh I absolutely loved um the first two games spent a lot of time going over to friends houses because i didn't have a playstation when i was a kid so i had to go over there and play that was the first time that i'd ever heard music like that Ooh, first time i've ever yeah. exposed music blew my mind mm-hmm. the soundtrack is one of the things we took away from this game but it came out back when there were more well most games were arcade games Jump in, mm. play for a little bit, jump back out. I, I borrowed, I, I rented this from Video Easy um, multiple times. Like I, kept, I kept renting it and renting it and renting it. They were so incredible. You jump in, you play for like 45 minutes, you listen to this amazing soundtrack. And it, yeah, it's one of the things that really got me into sort of the music I like today. Just phenomenal. And it's all carried over so well to the new game. And I. I really? It's. I don't want to act like I'm surprised by it, but I'm so pleased that they kept the charm. A game has never triggered nostalgia yeah. like this has. That's mm. that's what I was sort of scared is- of, like the spirit that it would be lost because there's just there's something in oh, those first yeah. two games, especially it's it's intangible. Mm. And that's still there. It's definitely not lost. It's even even for someone like me who came around a bit later. Um, it's even nostalgic for four for me, just like because it plays a lot like four. Three and four. Heard. It has like the control uh, scheme yeah. from three and four. Yeah. Sorry? I, I believe it has the control scheme from three and four because I don't yeah, think yeah, yeah, it does, doing, yeah. you can do. Yeah. You can do manuals. You can do reworks in the, in the first one for memory um, There's- and manuals. There's a lot of stuff you can't do in the first two. Um, I, I watched this uh, technical comparison video and it went into everything from character models through to gameplay and tricks and how various tricks are like executed differently and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I think it's manuals and... Manuals, I think reverts like, and something reverts. else. Reverts. Reverts, that was the other well, one. I think. Yeah, wall um, yeah, plant. I think you do uh, or wall rides. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh no, you have to be able to do wall rides because... Well, maybe, I don't know. Who knows? It's fucking good. I'll tell you that much. Mm, it's um, really, yeah, it's really fun. I'm not a fan, Although, though, of uh, the, uh, and this is because I did start in 4 where it was open world. I I understand the need for it, especially in a game like this where they give you the kind of little quests, little little things to do, little goals, but the two-minute time limit, <laughs> I'm just, I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of that, got to be honest. 
There's like a free play mode, isn't there? Like, I, I I went straight into the... I love that. I love those like time attacks and things. But I understand the reason behind it, for sure. Like there, there were times where I was just kind of um, skating around trying to discover things and being like, oh, I wonder what's over there. I wonder what's over there. Like obviously I've not played it before or rediscovering levels that I've watched people play in the past and then being like, oh, shit, I've got 10 seconds to go and I've done nothing, nothing. I, like when you get like four items and you have to find the fifth one, it's like I've got 10 seconds oh. Why do I bother? <laughs> or yeah. what I would what I always do is like there are so many ways to sort of cheese the high score accomplishments. Madness. So you get your high your high combo, high score, six a uh, pro score and six score. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. whenever I have like ten seconds left, I'm like, all right, manual, start mashing <laughs> buttons and see how long I can go for. Let's yeah. see if I can just grab one of them just by chance. Yeah. Uh, which more often than not, I can. Yeah, no, it's good. But- with with that being said, how do you find? Because um, you can't do is it the the moonwalk? Is that the name of the trick? The moon. I know. Uh, I know moon, what you're talking about. And like the the moon ride, where you sort of like swing almost with your board. You can't I'm do that. No, I, I know what you're talking about. I think there, the moon. I, 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 have, I haven't done it in this one, so I didn't. I didn't notice. No, it was you gone. can't. You can't do it. You can't like do that's it. what I was going to say. Because like, so that that used to be like a really good way of continuing your combo as you were going from one big combo line to another. You could do that spacewalk. Spacewalk, spacewalk I think. Are you I sure? Could, are you oh, sure man. about that, Mister Freeze? <laughs> I will fight you. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> um... Just no, I, I think there, there are some moves that have changed. Um, some of the locations haven't, I mean, they haven't changed, but they've also they've obviously evolved. So probably the most prime example of that is the mall from uh, Pro Skater 1 is now kind of decrepit and run down. I mean, it's been a mall for 20 years. Shit's going to happen. Apparently a flood went through there because it all looks very <laughs> washed out, but it's it really cool going to a destroyed mall now. <laughs> um, another little touch I really like is this is one of the first... Uh, I think there's a few games assigned to, but one of the first games I've experienced that hasn't mentioned COVID. Um, when you when you go around the school, in again, in Pro Skater 1, I'm really focused on Pro Skater 1 at the moment. I'm, I'm starting on 2 soon. Mm. Um, but, sorry, I've started on 2, but I haven't done, done too much. But in the school level on Pro Skater 1, there is a sign-up saying, hey, guys, you know, like, we're all away from school. Hope you're looking out for each other. Stay safe, da-da-da. And also mm. one of your skating mods, like, for your character is a face mask, which I liked. Yeah. Nice reminder that we're in the end times. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just the evolution of these levels, they just look a little bit more, like, they're, they're weathered a little bit. and they look, Yeah, they they're, all they're, look dirty. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I like it. They look real. This is such oh, yeah, a they look great. in just fidelity in these levels. Mm. Really cool. Um, now... Have you been going between both? So you got obviously Pro Skater 1 and 2, and then you've got your online aspect, which we'll get into a moment. Have you been going between both, or are you focusing on one, then going on two? We 100% had one before we moved on to two. Oof. So we did. Okay. Got all the medals, got all the goals, went through all that kind of crap. Um, and that was really fun. We tended to, we didn't finish, we didn't go into the next park, sorry, until we finished that park. Um, and we, we had a lot of fun doing that. So yeah, I think we're up to, I think level three in number two at this point or something like that. But, uh, yeah, no, I like, it was really fun doing it like that. Really fun doing it like that. Cause I, I could see got- you starting 
going through and being like, unlock the next park, go to the next park, and then just kind of being done with it in a few hours, you know, or yeah. done done with the feeling of it. Um, no, it's, it's Wait, fun. There is a level I'm struggling with in, in Pressing a One. I think it's Streets in San Francisco. It's just bad. Oh, yeah. I just don't like it. Yeah. I remember not enjoying that one when I was younger, and I still don't enjoy it now. But everything else has been fantastic, except for Roswell. So every few... If oh, you Roswell. Before, <laughs> you have these challenge levels, so you go in there. It's like, hey, get your high scores, collect skate, collect these collectibles, try and get the secret tape, do a air grab over this, stuff like that. Mm. Um, and then every three or so levels, you'll have an actual skate comp, so you do three rounds against other skaters. Um, obviously, at this point, you can make your own skater at any point. The customize, customization from all the games. Let's not even get into that too much. Um, but the last level is Roswell. Like Roswell, New Mexico. You know, aliens. So you, I, I, for some reason in my head, I remembered it being a level with challenges. So you could go around, collect stuff, or you could trigger certain things. And it was like, oh, like spaceship thing. Mm. No, it's not. It was just a comp. Where you could see an alien, he's like, ah, help me, this fucking sucks. It's pretty cool. The subtitles just said so screeching noises. That. <laughs> that really bummed me out. A weird screaming. Um, my partner's been watching X-Files lately, so she's been really into um, aliens and shit. So when I, when I unlock them, I'm like, hey, come over here, Roswell. She's like, oh, this is disappointing. This yeah. is very disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> I do agree um, the San Francisco level was very bad. I think it's because it was daytime on the streets, whereas all the other ones seem to be What's your favorite dusk from that time. Boy. Um... Shit, man. I can tell you my list. I think favorite. I liked Down New York, actually. New York was fun. New York was fun. Is that? It was, felt a bit smaller, but I enjoyed going to the, kind of the secret places, the like the going across the subway tracks, which was part of the objectives, and then kind of finding another little skate area over the road, you know? Hold on, which one's New get York? Is New York in two? Possibly. Was New York in two, Josh? This yeah, I think so. Josh. Okay, maybe I'm just about to get up to it. I, I could that could be my, my next level actually. Um, mm. so I can't I can't remember train tracks. Um, I am a big fan of school. School one. School's fun. School's fun. School's, good. School's fun. Except for that jerk running me down there's little. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering thing. if you were going to mention him, Janitor, <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Golf Buggy Man. Um, also, I want to do a little shout out to Shane O'Neill. Skater from Melbourne Dang. in the game. And Alex LaHaye with her fucking banger of a track, Misery Guts, from Melbourne as well. Go Melbourne. Hey, hey, Dang. Lauren, Lauren, Cassie, question. What? How many yes. people from Perth are in this game? None. Boo. Also, Boo. I don't live in Melbourne, Jesse. You know that, right? <laughs> None. No, but <laughs> None from None. Perth. None, I tell you, Simon, okay? Can I ask you guys, all right, Jesse, like you play the old games, you're familiar with the soundtrack and everything. Um, I understand that they've added a lot of more contemporary tracks into the soundtrack mm, for um, one and two. Mm. How do they fit in? How does Perfectly. that work? Perfectly. I, I Personally, I couldn't fault them. Um, because I skipped by them, to be honest. <laughs> in the original, you skipped them, really. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Actually, you know what I have been doing? Uh, and people are going to think that I'm awful for this. I've been muting the game and putting on the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4 soundtrack on Google. (laughs) 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 And just pretending, (laughs) just pretending my, uh, my little, how old am I? What year, what year is it? My seven year old self 
playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4, I think. Seven, maybe. Um, and you're listening to like all those awful songs that I shouldn't have been listening to as a seven-year-old. And my mum be like, why did I get this game? Why is she listening to Anarchy in the UK? And Hells yeah. I'm going to do the same now and just, just listen to WAP on repeat wise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. out of control um, no I, I really like the soundtrack I think there's some cool additions to it and they flow in well so the original soundtrack had a mix of like uh, punk but you also had a bunch of hip hop there some more dancey stuff you had a cool variety of stuff it wasn't so much hey this game has a certain genre of music it has a certain tempo of music that just kept you really upbeat and going yeah. and I think with the new tracks they've kept that so like there's like a Skepta song which I didn't expect to hear I was like oh okay cool I can get into this bunch of bands I'd never heard of before I'm, like, I'm, I'm gonna check these out big fan of the soundtrack I don't think for me personally in the new songs there's no misses um, but plus you have the the killer soundtrack from the original so I minus three songs of Goldfinger mm. I obviously admit I had it in my dreams playing oh man Scar's coming back baby <laughs> well, this is the fourth wave yeah, of Scar I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be skanking I'm very impressed with the fact that Considering how complicated music licenses are, only three songs are missing. Mm. Not the f- it was meant to be more, and I think they got a few from last moment. They got that um, oh shit, I forgot what the song's called. But they got there was like a really big, well-known song for the original that almost didn't make it. I was kind of bummed about that, but they got it like last moment. So hell's yeah, vicarious visions. Um, and also just uh, talking about changes from the originals, um. How is playing through career mode now that you don't have to play through career mode with every skater to unlock everything? Because <laughs> that would have been fun though. Sucked. No, because it was so repetitive and Cause, derivative. Cause, yeah, being oh, an yeah, arcade game, you don't have to repeat that. I think back in the day where you're just like, hey, hey, little Jesse, you little shit, here's a game. <laughs> Thank you, Video Easy Store Clerk. Why'd you call me a little shit? Um, here's a game. Like, right. this is all you have. You've got school and you have. Tony Hawk Pro Skater right now. So you're going to put yeah. all your time in it and you didn't mind repeating stuff. But now nowadays, like, hey, Jesse, you little shit. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, work, I guess. You have work, <laughs> you have Tony Hawk, you have Flight Simulator, you have Doom, you still play, you have Control, you have so many options. So re- having to repeat that same arcade stuff again and again would get really, really tiring. Yeah. yeah. And that, that I think was always the biggest thing for a lot of people when playing the originals is that to complete the career mode and unlock everything, you had to play through every single park as every single skater and collect every single thing every time. Got good at it, though. <laughs> I just want to be Rodney Mullen. Everyone wants to be Rodney Mullen. I just want to be him. Um, I'm asking him real nice. <laughs> Beaten to dinner. See what happens. <laughs> Have you Can played still your identity? multiplayer? <laughs> what did you say, uh, Jesse? I have you what? played online or multiplayer yet? No, not yet. Me but either. one of um one of uh my friends from the uh old HEPN network, Australian Gaming Podcast Network, um he actually commented on one of our posts. He at the time, I think, he was uh ranked number one in the world for the hangar. The hangar level, I think. The hangar's really um, good in this one. They've tweaked it a little bit. Yeah. Oh, it was good. It was fun. It was nice. It was like a little, like the nice little little area that you could just wreak havoc in, which I really There's did enjoy rather of, than like a big open soft, area. Um, 
stuff on the walls. I've noticed in there. Yeah, all the games. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Callan for getting them high scores. Not quite sure. He had 2.9 million points in the hangar. Fucking hell. I'm not getting there. I'm not doing it. (laughs) That's (laughs) fucked up. I'm hanging to A, see some monstrous high score runs. Oh, yeah. For Um, sure. And also people going wild in the, this crate skate park mode because you can do oh, some crazy jobs in like themed parks and stuff. I, think- I tried so hard to make some parks in uh, Pro Skater 4 and I just, no matter how hard I tried, they were just shit. They were just so shit. <laughs> that, same, same. One thing, one thing I am very much looking forward to is if, um, uh, rather not if, but more when PC modders are able to uh chuck some stuff in there and they're mm. just going to recreate a whole bunch of real world skate parks yeah. and i think that's going to be ace oh mate <laughs> so we're pc models get on play them all as jack black hells yeah yeah the I will, himself Drack, will, baby <laughs> another little thing I'll, <laughs> another little thing i want to point out that i really appreciate um your skill points. So, so when you play the different level, you can collect mm. skill points and you can assign them to, you know, your airtime or your manual balance, stuff like that, your flip speed. Um, they carry over between the games. So if you get mm. up, if you up your stats in Pro Skater 1, you enter Pro Skater 2, you're good to go. Um, I think are you using your cool. own character or are you no, using Ace Skater? No. I can't make, like, I, I tried making my own character and I found some of the, there were some limitations to it. Um, yeah. No one has my like no none of the face models have my particular case of face basicness, yeah. which is strange yeah, yeah. because you can find a lot of people that look at me. Oh, the fat mm. dude with a beard and the mm. glasses. <laughs> yeah, it's me. We're everywhere. <laughs> we are legion, but we're not in Tony Hawk Pro Skater. So. If I've everyone's a- the same, no one is. Yeah. I've always said, um, whenever playing games, unless I can make a female character look. Quote unquote, cool. Uh, I will always play as a dude. Um, so if I can't kind of make her in the image that I want to like portray, like some sort of basically a cool skater chick, is <laughs> like who I, who I always want to create as an avatar in any game I could possibly be a female character in. Um, if I can't do that, I'll always play as a dude because I just prefer looking at that than someone trying to figure out what a girl looks like. Um, but <laughs> in this game, apart from them looking like old. <laughs> like old smoker rats. <laughs> None of them look very appealing, but I can make their clothes look good. <laughs> oh, yeah, the fashion is getting sick. The fashion's great, but just oh, don't look yeah. at their faces too closely. All right. Well, you'll be seeing more of our thoughts on Tony Hawk in the next few days. Um, I think we should wrap it up there, though. Hold up, hold up. There's more news. We thought we'd come back from the future. I guess. Is this the future? No, you'd be listening to this in the past. Whatever, time doesn't work anymore. We have breaking news, so we sort of we thought we would add this in. Uh, Microsoft have officially announced the pricing um, of the Xbox Series S. And I mean, they've finally announced the Xbox Series S, otherwise known as Lockhart. I, I like the name Lockhart because it reminds me of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Xbox Series S is the smaller, discless, all digital version of the Xbox Series X. Um, and it looks to be quite well priced. So it is being priced at what, $299 US, which comes to $410 bucks Australian. Um, I, I think they'll sell it for $400. Bucks. 
410. Don't like it. Um, now, this mm-hmm. news has been breaking all sort of day today, today being the 8th. Um, throughout Twitter, uh, Brad Sands at Thurret first sort of announced me over on their site. Um, and since then, Xbox has been like, ah, fine, cool. And about 10 minutes ago, they, they officially tweeted out, hey, this is our new console. Now, it does look different. Um, Lauren and Keelan, sorry, Simon's not here. We lost him in the time stream. Um, what do you guys think of the look of this thing? It's a big, it's a white box. For, the, for those who haven't seen it yet, it looks like a Xbox One S, the white one, with a big speaker on it, which is a, mm-hmm. a fan, a fan hole, I'm calling it. Um, <laughs> Lauren, what do you think of it? Um, I think, well, I think it looks pretty cool. Um, I'd be worried about it falling over because I have many cats who like to sit on our consoles and play with them. Um Surely it could be laid down, right? Like, surely. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Surely they're going to yeah. be able to. Okay, good. Because <laughs> they keep having everything standing upright, and I'm like, listen. <laughs> That's actually a really good point. Listen. I hate they do that because who has their consoles upwards? No one. Literally no one. I no refuse one. to believe anyone does it. Refuse People to with it. limited space in their entertainment cabinet things, perhaps. Maybe. No, don't believe it. No, my, don't Xbox, my Xbox 360 is vertical. Thank you very much. No, and it like no longer works. So, And like I said, people who have it upwards are perverts. And Keelan, <laughs> thank you for proving my point. Keelan, <laughs> what do you think of this? Um, sorry, go on, Lauren. Oh, I was just going to say the big, big circle speaker box looking thing at the front. Um, uh, giant fan. <laughs> As in there's a giant fan in it, I assume. <laughs> Not yeah. that I'm a big fan of it. It's okay looking, it, but it's probably just it like... It looks like an intercom. I wonder if it's going to be loud as heck. It does look like an intercom. It, it looks like a big old intercom. Yeah, this yeah. thing's going to... Oh, turn it upside down, so it's like hovering, like a little hovercraft. <laughs> so, um, interestingly enough, in Xbox's announcement, they say that it's the smallest Xbox ever. It looks tiny. There's it a, looks so small. a comparison small. gif over on our website, storymodegaming.com. Um, we can see it compared to the Series X. And now that Xbox has officially announced it, I'm sure we'll see more size comparisons. But yeah, this is an impressive, impressive piece of tech. Mm. I think a lot of people will be turned off by the by the big fan hole. Um, they won't be a fan of it. <laughs> I just want to put <laughs> confetti in there. And um, just- <laughs> um, <laughs> God damn it. Um, but I, I think that's a case of like having to fix all that architecture inside the box they had to come up with sort of an an elegant solution Mm -hmm. to keep it cheap Mm -hmm. Mm because $299 don't worry about American dollars they're not real $400 for this console is pretty damn good that's Uh, very very good I I think they will sell it for at the very least $449 Australian dollars Mm. I I, I kind of agree I can use it for $450 with six months of um, Game Pass yeah, Australia oh. tax always got to account for that. I wouldn't be surprised if they sold it for four ninety nine, but still, Oof. in comparison to what the big boys are going to cost, this has given well, us an idea of of that. Yeah, um, I mean the digital one is just the 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 basic version. If you're looking for the Xbox Series X, a a leak price has come out for that as well. Now this one hasn't yet is yet to be confirmed by Microsoft. Um, 
but it has the Xbox Series X at a price point of approximately $685 Australian. 700 bucks. 700 bucks for a 12 terabyte giga machine. Mm-hmm. You're a flop, mate. It's about what them it? flops. You said bite. It's about them f- terabyte, teraflops, whatever. Terabyte me. Huh? <laughs> uh, that was nothing. 700 bucks for the big fridge. What do we think about that? Yeah, that's that's a lot of flops and a lot of dollars. Yeah. A lot of dollars to flop out. <laughs> I thought this was going to be about 800 bucks. Look, as somebody who spent $1,000 day one on a PS3, I've got, I'm in no position. Yeah, to but that was like the cheapest oh. Blu ray player at the time. So <laughs> this isn't the cheapest something. Yeah. Well, to be entirely honest with you, I think that is, they have got to be losing a lot of money if they're going to price it like that. Agreed. A Agreed. lot of money because that's some advanced tech that they've got in that box and uh, it's pricey. Regardless of how you want to spin it. To see how PlayStation sort of sets themselves up. Because, yeah, um, I guess I don't think Xbox would have wanted, neither Sony nor Microsoft wanted to go first here. Clearly. I mean, these consoles are coming out within the next few months and we still don't have prices. <laughs> I was looking at a, a list of like how early we got prices um, and release dates for the past console gens. And it was all like the latest was like June. So being. You know, into September and it not being 100% confirmed mm. was a bit weird. It is really weird. Uh, it'd be weird to see if so. I, I think the PS5 will be around that same price, but at $700. I think they're going to take a hit with the um, the old digital version. Like Keelan said, I think the Series S will be about 450 I think the PlayStation S, is that what they're calling it? Did I make that up? Whatever. PlayStation Digital, all digital edition. I think that'd be 400 bucks. They'll make it cheap. They'll make that the the cheapest option. Mm -hmm. They will be hemorrhaging cash if that's the case, but I would not be surprised to see them do it. They've hemorrhaged cash with a lot of their releases. I mean, most of the companies do. uh, So it'd be interesting to see what happens. Now, another little tip that came out, the same leak, a release date, November 10th. Um, it's a bit of an interesting one. I, I had a look at the upcoming um, schedule of games in the, coming out in November. It'll be the same day as Destiny 2 Beyond Light, but an awkward amount of days from a few major releases. So two days later would be Just Dance. Three days later would be Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Uh, same date would be Yakuza Like a Dragon. And then a week and a, week and a bit later, we've got Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Cyberpunk 2077. So it's a bit of a weird one. I, I, I can't. I, I'm iffy about that release date. Also, yeah. four days after, Paw Patrol Mighty Pups Save Adventure Bay. Oof. Um, so hopefully that'll be a launch title for the Xbox because I mm. want to play Paw Patrol with my <laughs> crazy. It's gonna be a chance to them get cats. the console and have it sit there and look for a bit, look pretty for a bit, and then eventually get into the games. Yeah. Hey, if they're gonna do that, it needs to come with that Game Pass. Yeah. Now. Another little tidbit that hasn't been fully confirmed. Again, the only thing that has been officially confirmed is that the Series S exists at its price point. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also had part of uh, part, as part of that leak. Um, Xbox All Access financing options. Now, we won't get into too much here because hopefully between now and the next podcast, there'll be a full release of information here. 
but it sounds like it's going to be like a mobile phone plan. You get the console and you pay per month. Mm-hmm. So according to this leak, it'd be approximately 34 bucks per month for the Xbox Series S over however long it needs to be, um, or $48 per month for the Xbox Series X. I'm a huge fan of this model. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked mm-hmm. it's taken so long. Um, I don't know why mobile phones are the only one that do this, but yeah. Have, if you can do 48 bucks, let's say 50 bucks a month for the Series X for however long until it's yours and throw in, ha, build that into the um, Game Pass system as well. Mm, it's going to get a lot of I, people. I, I think that's a winner. A lot that of is people really, That is doable for people and I think that's going to sell a lot of consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it will be interesting to see if Sony does the same thing here because I think if Xbox does it and PlayStation... Sorry, if Xbox does it, and PlayStation doesn't do it, uh, it gives Microsoft a huge advantage. Mm, here. Especially if there is Game Pass, because at least like they can say, yo, 20, 25 bucks, buckaroos per month, yeah. and you have hundreds of exactly anything plus, they play. Plus online, if it's ultimate, the, which it probably will be. And the whole installment plan, I think people are really used to it nowadays, with not just their phones, but things like Afterpay and stuff like mm, that. Dangerous. Mm-hmm. The, the people will <laughs> look at this and be like, oh, this costs $50. Mm. And the small print would be like, yeah, it costs $50 a month for the next 14 years. <laughs> um, In the end, you're paying up $1,200 for an Xbox Series S, but you don't know about it because it's only $30 a month. I like it. But- They're turning it into a utility as opposed to a luxury. Mm. So interesting business strategy. They're taking games as a service too far. Mm-hmm. It's an actual service <laughs> now. So hopefully between now and the next podcast, we get some more official details and we can go to them in a bit more depth. Um, so we will throw you back back into the past or the future or the now, whatever it is. This is like a looper time mechanics. So if you, dear listener, want to listen to more of our bullshit, we are on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, so subscribe and leave us a review. Uh, also check out while you're there fan critical podcasts um, they're also on all good podcasting services they're currently reviewing Lovecraft Country um, so their reviews of the episode coming out every week I'm hearing nothing but good shit about this show so I'm really keen to get into it um, if you want to read about our stuff just read all of our thoughts storymodegaming.com keep up to date with the latest gaming news you can contact us if you'd like to at storymodevideogamepodcast at gmail.com we're also over on Facebook at Story Mode Gaming Oz and Twitter at Story Mode Oz. Now, Lauren, we mm. have a little competition mm, happening over on our social, over on Facebook. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Just threw you under the bus of that. I'm sorry. God, you dick. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we are doing a competition for Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Hells yeah. Uh, <laughs> does anyone else? It's probably just me. <laughs> Just like that Warcraft guy is like, hail, it's about time. Yeah, Starcraft 2, the teaser trailer. Starcraft, that's it. Fucking tight. Yes. Yes. I quote that all the time and no one fucking picks up (laughs) on it. And it's like my favorite thing. I ever do. (laughs) I'm like, hail, it's It's about about time. time. And I try. You're missing all the power armor. I think that's why I didn't get it before, but you know, say it. <laughs> and the, the cigar. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, oh, when, when like friends who've been flirting for ages finally get together and like put it up on Facebook and I try and find the gif. I spent like half an hour and I'm like, <laughs> if I don't find this gif, I'm not putting anything on there. It has to be that one. For some Every reason. Other person will see it and get it. 
Exactly. Yeah, so I'll, get it. You know I'll get it, Simon. I'll get it. Just tag me in it. I can back you up. Vindication! I like two of Simon's friends get together after like a long time of back and forth. He posts that thing and he tags a random person in it who just read back saying, cool. Cool yeah. quote. I get the reference. Ugh. I said Warcraft. Like we're so Starcraft, vindicated right? right now. It's great. So oh what are we God. doing with Crash Bandicoot? <laughs> It's about time. Um, so, yeah, no, we're running a competition over at our Facebook page um, where we will be drawing it just a little bit before it comes out. So October 1st. So you've got until October 1st to get into it. But what you've got to do is you've got to find our little post, which I will have pinned to the top. Thanks for reminding me, Lauren. Um, and all you've got to do is you've got to comment on it and tag a friend in your comments saying what your favourite crash course is, what your favourite course in a crash game or a favourite course in a crash racing game or I don't know what else there is, but you just got to comment about what your favourite little thing in a, in a crash game is. Tag a friend and you'll be in the running to win a copy of Hail, It's About Time. It's Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> so make sure you go check that out again at Story Mode Gaming Oz. Um, there'll also be a link to it on Twitter. And if we can mm-hmm. work it out, maybe on the website as well at StoryModeGaming.com. Yeah, um, I'll think about it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll try our best. We'll see what happens. <laughs> um, and you can also go support our bullshit over on Patreon. Uh, search for Fan Critical. Um, and chuck a few bucks our way get access to extra shows and access to the Discord server run by Simon Evans you can go and in can, there and just talk, that's you. talk about Mario with him talk about life yeah, or, or talk, talk to me about how Tychus talk about Tychus and his the best one liner in video game teaser cinematic history <laughs> It's sued. I don't, know, I don't know who, why, or why. We think it's sued for this episode. I can tell. What <laughs> <laughs> about? All right, let's wrap it up. Simon, thanks for joining us, buddy. Thank you, Keelan. Thanks again. Thank you, Lauren. Stay sick on the halfpipe, bruh. You know what I mean. I will. You know what? You keep it real. I will. And everyone listening, you keep it real. Um, thanks for listening. Stay safe. Play some games. Just go play some games. Go and get it done. And we'll catch you next week. We'll kiss. We'll kiss everyone. Everyone's gonna get sick from that now. Yep. Bye. And it's all your fault. You're welcome. Bye. 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 Lependo.